Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Welcome to the Project Life Mastery Podcast. I'm Stefan James, founder of projectlifemastery.com, internet entrepreneur and life coach with a passion for living life to the fullest and fulfilling my potential as a human being. My purpose for this podcast is to be a powerful and passionate example of the unlimited possibilities that life offers for any of us that has the courage to commit ourselves to life mastery while sharing ideas, concepts, and strategies that can help you master every area of your life from your health, mindset, emotions, business, finances, relationships, and spirituality. Now, if you're someone like me that is hungry to take their life to the next level, then you're in the right place. Welcome and let's begin. Today, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about meditation. And I'm going to share with you how meditation has impacted my life, uh, why I believe that you should meditate, and the biggest benefit that I personally get from meditating uh, every single day in my life as part of my morning ritual, and how you guys can have this benefit as well, and help bring some awareness to you about something that might be affecting your life, and why I believe that meditation is the best solution to it. Now, just to give you guys some context, I'm not a master of meditation. I'm not a meditation guru. Uh, I'm someone that's been meditating off and on for the last few years of my life. The last six months, I'd say, really committing myself to meditating every single day and going deeper with it. And it was something that I always knew the benefit of. Uh, I have friends that meditate and you know gone to meditation retreats, and they've always shared with me the benefits uh, of meditation. But I never consistently did it in my life. And I think part of it was that I intellectually knew that meditation was good for you. I knew that, yeah, meditation is good for your well-being, it's good for your happiness, it's good for, uh, you know, getting, getting rid of stress and all those benefits that if you Google it, you know, all those benefits will come up. Uh, but I never did it because I didn't, I didn't, um, associate to it emotionally. And it wasn't until I, I, I forced myself to do it for a period of time. And I started to notice the benefits and feel them and experience those benefits in my life that I bought into it a lot more and made it a part of my everyday ritual. And I want you to understand that, you know, if you're someone that's watching this right now and also was like that where you knew the benefits of meditation, but it wasn't, it's not something that you do every day in your life. Understand that sometimes in life, you got to do something for a while before you see the benefit from it. 
You know, just like working out at the gym or eating healthy. You know, if you go to the gym, you never work out before, you're going to go there, you're going to sweat, you're going to be uncomfortable, you're going to feel sore the next day, uh, you're going to eat healthy food, which at first is going to taste disgusting for you. You know, it's not your taste buds are not going to be used to it. You might even get a little bit sick or nauseous. Um, and you might think, well, what's the benefit? I'm not getting any benefit from this. And that's what a lot of people think when they do meditation. Well, if you keep at that, you know, you keep working out every day, you keep eating healthy, then eventually it might take you a few months, but you're going to see and experience the benefit. And when you see the benefit, you, you get, um, you, you get encouraged by that. You, you get more motivated, uh, to go even deeper with it because you're starting to see the purpose, um, behind it. And it's kind of similar in a way to, you know, the karate kid where Mr. Miyagi is teaching Daniel, uh, and he says to him, I want you to, you know, wax the car and I want you to paint the fence. And he's thinking, well, why am I doing this? And it's not till afterwards that you really understand and see the benefit of it. And that's what you got to do. I think you got to push yourself past that. And, uh, then when you see the benefit, it can really impact your life. And it has for me without a doubt. Um, but what really got me into meditating, was actually the awareness of a pattern that I had in my life and how it was affecting me. And it was a pattern of an addiction. And, you know, you might be watching this right now or listening to me right now and be thinking, well, Stefan, I don't have any addictions. Because a lot of people, I think they think an addiction is like a drug addiction or alcohol addiction um, or something along those lines. But I realized for myself that an addiction can be a lot smaller than that. An addiction could be to video games. It could be to TV. It could be to social media. It could be to the computer. It could be uh, to pornography. It could be a sex addiction. It could be an addiction to judge and criticize other people. It could be the addiction of overthinking and analyzing. It could be the addiction of gossiping too much. It could be the addiction of um, shopping. You know, It could be the addiction of... Uh, you know, maybe eating sugar and junk food. Uh, many different things can be an addiction that a lot of people aren't even aware of. And here's kind of the test to identify if something is an addiction for you, that if you try to take time away from that, that if you maybe try to spend a week or two weeks to not indulge in that pattern, that behavior anymore, do you have temptations come up? Do you have cravings that come up and the desire to, to go back to that? If you do, that's how you can have the awareness that uh, that is an addiction in your life. Now, I do believe there can be some good and positive addictions, things that serve you in your life, and also negative ones. And uh, the things that I think can serve you would be like you know working out and eating healthy, and uh, you know working on your business. And you know, although sometimes overworking can also be an addiction to you because people you know they spend all their time in their business or their job. And they neglect their relationship and their kids. And that can be unhealthy as well. So have that awareness of it. But what I realized was that I had, for example, an addiction uh, to technology and social media, let's say, as an example, where I found that every time that I felt uncomfortable, every time that I felt a certain emotion, maybe it's stress, maybe it's being alone, maybe it's, um, I don't know, just, just wanting that sense of comfort, maybe a sense of distraction in my life that what I would do is I would take out my phone or go to my computer and I would just look through my social media. And I found myself spending way too much time on social media, so much time, you know, reading comments and, and, in, you know, engaging with people and just kind of looking at different people's posts and other people's lives and, and you know, I'd, for example, check my Instagram and then I'd go after and check my Facebook and then check my YouTube and then check my Snapchat and then check my Twitter 
and then check my email, and then check my affiliate account, and then check my stock investments, right? And then I go back and repeat the cycle and go back to my Facebook and go back to my Instagram, like as if something, you know, has changed within that 30 minutes on Facebook where there's something new or there's like a new email that came in my inbox. You know, it's so silly um, what, uh, you know, some people can do. But, um, you know, I would just go through that cycle. And then I found myself indulging in this as well that anytime, you know, even I was just, uh, in, in a moment of just doing nothing. Like, for example, I'd go into an elevator. And when you're going up an elevator, you got to, you know, it takes maybe a few minutes to go up to where you want to go. But I'd take out my phone and check my Facebook and all that sort of stuff. That in any moment of pauses, any moments of silence in my life, this addiction would come up. And here's how it was unhealthy in my life and how meditation helped me with that was I realized that all addiction stems from a fear. And that fear is the fear of emptiness, the fear of just being alone, the fear of just nothingness. That human beings oftentimes, because we're so terrified of just being present and just doing nothing, that oftentimes uncomfortable feelings and emotions come up within us that we use things to distract ourselves and that's all what a lot of this stuff is, you know, social media and video TV and it's all ways to distract yourself. And my question for you is what are you distracting yourself from? And oftentimes what it is for a lot of people is distracting them from something internally that's going on within them, something that needs to be healed, something that needs to be resolved, something that feels so uncomfortable and so unbearable that people go to food, people go to drugs, people use pornography to change how they feel. They, you know, sugar and junk food to change how they feel. They watch TV to change how they feel. They work on their business to change how they feel. They do all these other things that they have more control over because they feel they have no control here and they resist and avoid what's really going on with inside of them, inside their mind, inside their hearts, inside their spirits. And I don't know what that might be for you, but I believe that these addictions become unhealthy when we are using them as a way to avoid or distract ourselves from something internally that's going on. And even self-development can be needed. I know people that go to seminars and they just watch YouTube, like positive YouTube videos. That could be an addiction, right? Just, you know, and even though it might be a positive thing, but again, if you're trying to escape, if you're trying to distract and avoid, then that can be unhealthy in your life. I know people, for example, are addicted to information and knowledge, but they don't do anything with it. They're the seminar junkie. They're the internet, you know, the book reader, Knowing all the theory, all the information, they don't do anything. That that's that could be unhealthy as well. So um, that is kind of what the, the awareness of this in my life is what got me to meditate. Because I learned that the way to overcome that is practicing every day experiencing nothing, being present, allowing whatever to come up, come up. Whatever thoughts, feelings, emotions. And not try to control it, not trying to fight it, not trying to resist it. Because you got to remember, whatever you resist persists. If you resist it, it will persist in your life. But for me, my meditation, you know, a lot of times it's just being present and breathing and being in a quiet environment, not trying to create thoughts and stuff. If things come up, if thoughts come up, I try to observe it. 
I don't try to make it right or wrong. Or, oh my God, I can't be thinking right now. I got to stop thinking. That's again, control. I just let it come up. The craving comes up. A temptation comes up. I experience it. I sit in it. I notice it. I observe it. I get altitude on it. And what that does is it, it, it really trained me, number one, to be more comfortable with myself, comfortable just in nothingness, being more grounded, more centered in my, inside myself as well because I've had a way just to allow these things to, to, to experience and pass because all these emotions, these things, they often they can just resolve themselves just by experiencing it. And oftentimes, you know, when someone has gone through um, a lot of, you know, adversity or tragedy in their life, maybe someone died or went through a breakup, uh, what a lot of people try to do is they um, try to control it and resist it and avoid and distract uh, from, you know, the, the, the grief and, and the, the, the negative feelings that they have. And sometimes what could be more therapeutic and beneficial is just to release it, get it out, yell, you know, punch a pillow and cry. And have that time just to release that energy that's been building up inside of yourself. Because when you do, you release that, you feel free. You feel more centered, more complete. You got that out of your system. But a lot of people, they hold on to it and they let it build and build and build. They, they, they're holding on to things that are still affecting them from 20 years ago. Because they haven't learned to, to experience it and just, just release some of these things that have been building up inside of themselves. So meditation for me... Um, has been benefited me in, um, in, in, in just being more whole, more complete emotionally, spiritually, intellectually. Um, it's also helped free me from a lot of these addictions where I feel I have more control over my mind, over my thoughts. That, you know, if I have a temptation or addiction, I don't immediately buy into it. I have more discipline, more willpower in my life. I'm not always being reactive. Um, and then also what it does is it really calms my mind. It slows down my mind because, you know, I know for myself with, I'm running multiple businesses and whatnot. I got a lot of stuff going on that sometimes my mind just got, goes wild and racing and all these different things are going on. It's cycling through all this stuff. And that was, you know, also can be a little bit unhealthy and produce a little bit of stress and your cortisol goes up and it's not good for you, right? So I learned how, I just learned how to center myself and be more calm, my mind more focused. Um, almost like I, you know, I imagine it, um, you know, if you're, if you're, if you're like a basketball player, it's almost like you're the guy on the, uh, you know, on the court that everything is just running in slow motion, like the matrix, right? It's like when you meditate, you have, it's just like, feels like you're just very calm, present. Other people are stressed. Every, everyone else is worrying and in their head and whatnot, but you're just like, everything is just moving in slow motion and you, things happen, you don't react to it. You just feel more centered, more grounded. Uh, so I've gotten that experience from meditation. It's really helped me with that. And then I think also it's just really helped me have a lot more power in my life, a lot more power with my relationships, with other people, my business, and power not in a negative way, but just being empowered. Uh, for example, you know, when I'm with my girlfriend, I'm more present, I'm more centered. You know, we're not using social media, we're not distracting ourselves. Um, I'm more present, more in the moment. I'm not in my head. I'm not thinking about something else. I'm there. When I'm interacting with someone, when I'm coaching someone, when I'm filming a video, I'm more centered, more present. I'm not off thinking about what I'm going to say. I'm not off thinking about something else. And I think oftentimes, you know, a lot of people have shared that even working out can be a meditation and, 
and exercise. You can practice meditations, many different forms of meditation. I want you to understand that. I mean, I'm just at the tip of the iceberg understanding it. Uh, but I'd say that, you know, the biggest benefit I've gotten is just it's freed me from a lot of these addictions that I have in my life that, you know, I, the things I didn't even, wasn't even aware of that were affecting me. And it's giving me more, a lot more empowerment in my life. And of course, all the other benefits that you'll look up on Google, like happiness and focus and productivity, all that sort of stuff, I've also benefited uh, from as well. But um, that's the biggest thing, that the awareness of that and making that shift inside myself. Um, I know many of you will ask, well, what do you do for meditation? I just do usually about 20 minutes a day. Uh, right now, like I'm traveling and I still do my me- meditation. I like to do it in the morning, although... I've also been practicing doing it twice a day, uh, in the afternoon or evening or even sometimes before I go to bed. Uh, I've done different types of meditation I, and I enjoy a lot of different types. I enjoy even just number one, what I said, just being present and doing nothing and just observing my thoughts and breathing and, um, just being calm. I've done sound meditations. I've done guided meditations. I've done heart meditations where I just feel, you know, a sense of gratitude and really flooding myself with that as well. I've done, uh, release meditation technique. I've done, you know, a, a few different types, mantras and, and uh, things like that. And I think, you know, what I've learned is, you know, as with, you know, the health industry or fitness or self-development or business, you know, with any, uh, school or any, any niche, I guess you could say, there's always, you know, everyone's fighting over this way is the right way of doing things. And I don't know, I don't get involved in that. You know, people fight about health and this is right, or this is wrong. And, same thing with meditation, all the different schools of thought. And I think, you know, ultimately you're just going to find what works for you. Try different types of meditation. Go to meditation uh, classes and workshops. You could probably find meetup groups. Um, and you can meditate because I've even noticed a lot of benefit meditating in groups. The energy of that is pretty fascinating. Uh, different environments has been a lot of fun. You know, I recently, if you guys follow me on my Instagram, uh, I was at uh, the Crystal Castle by Byron Bay and uh, it has some of the, the largest crystals in the world, but we did a really powerful meditation there, uh, which is really cool. So um, I've been just exploring different meditation experiences like that. And of course, Vipassana, the 10-day silent meditation one, I think will be a, a very powerful uh, transformative experience. And when that time comes, I'll share with you guys a little bit more about that. So uh, hopefully this can help uh, you guys, my experience and hope, you know, provide a different benefit, different perspective on meditation and how it can help you in your life. Uh, if you enjoyed this video, hit the thumbs up button and uh, leave a comment. Let me know what you guys think and subscribe for more videos. And then also, if you guys are interested in creating an empowering morning ritual in your life, uh, and making meditation a part of that, then I'd highly recommend that you check out my Morning Ritual Mastery course at www.morningritualmastery.com. Uh, this is my seven-day morning ritual training program that will really help you create an empowering morning ritual, but more importantly, make it last in your life, actually make it stick long-term so that it's something that you do every day no matter what. And uh, we've had thousands of people go through that program so far, and uh, a lot of people have committed to the 30-day morning ritual challenge and uh, it's changed a lot of people's lives. So hopefully you'll get a chance to go through that one day and experience it and create an empowering morning ritual. If meditation is a part of that, great. If not, if, you know, I believe that everyone should have rituals in their life that empower them, that make them stronger, that make them better, that make you the best that you can be every single day because you deserve it and so do the other people in your life. So thank you guys for watching this video. I'll talk to you again soon. Take care.
Thanks for joining me today and listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or received any value, then I'd love for you to leave an honest review on iTunes and subscribe to the Project Life Mastery podcast for future episodes. And of course, to receive more content and value, make sure to find and follow me at www.projectlifemastery.com for more. Thanks again. Remember to always believe and commit your life to mastery. I look forward to talking to you again soon. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.